This one yeah. did not need to be four episodes. No, not even close. I don't think so either. Especially think, yeah. just a, a way to kick it off. We're talking about uh, untold swamp kings, about Florida State gators yeah. during the Urban Meyer era. Might as well be a uh, water boy documentary. Yeah. About Very, Tebow? No, just like the water boy is all made of like fucking southern football yeah. stereotypes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all, all about like all Florida, Florida, SEC, yeah. or Al- yeah. Alabama, or Louisiana. It's somewhere, right? Yeah. 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 The um, the whole Tim Tebow thing, man, they didn't even really, I mean, they didn't even really mention Cam Newton. No, but they just mentioned playing him. They're like LSU. But then he was, he, he was, was the quarterback was for LS- Florida. Right? Didn't he get Cam? No, Cam was LSU and then went to Auburn. I think he backed up at LSU and then got a uh, big who, rise at Auburn. Who was the quarterback then when the, with the laptop scandal? Oh. That was the quarterback of Florida. Florida. That's how Tim got the job because like someone stole a laptop. Was it that Le- it wasn't the Leaf kid that they kept going back and forth with? I don't know cuz because they showed Leaf moving on. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it was That's Leaf either. That's a good either. question. After after 2007 maybe? Yeah. Not uh, 2006 after the the first championship. I don't know why. I mean, obviously, I'm a Buckeyes fan, so I was never a Florida fan, never dove into this stuff. But this is when I did watch a lot of football. I do know, to start it right off and talk shit, one, this movie, I think, is so football-oriented. Like, there's so much football. And, like, obviously, it's about a football team. But, like, they also had, like, I think they have four convicted, like, murderers on that team. Yeah. Well, that was Aaron Rodgers' team. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, um, excuse me, Aaron Hernandez. Aaron yeah. Hernandez yeah. didn't even mention him. No, and uh, a little bit. Episode three, there is a little bit about him. Oh yeah, but you nothing see him about, like yeah in the background. Nothing yeah. about what he what he did. He that wanted, I saw. Yeah. I didn't see episode four all the way through, so I don't know. Oh, yeah, and the player that got killed on that team that people think that he's the one yeah. who killed him. Yeah, even if he didn't, uh, if you don't want to dive into the negative because you only want a positive movie, I understand that, right? Because it is your cho- you know creative choice. But uh, Aaron Hernandez like won a Super Bowl. Like talk about him as an athlete at least. Yeah. Like what? Like he was one of the greatest tight ends. Like yeah. You know. So like he's a big part of reason why they won. Right. Both both the Pats and the the Gators. So like we're just gonna ignore that he existed. That makes it weirder. Yeah. Forty one arrests on that team. Yeah. Or him. Forty one on that team. Yeah. How do they not like? And I get you want to do the positive spin, not the negative. Yeah. But like that team was crazy. Yeah, but also the title like alludes to like almost like I know that the stadium's called the Swamp. Uh, you think, but like it, it makes it seem like they're gonna talk about like this team yeah. of degenerates. Well, yeah. it, but all, they don't. All, all led by like the perfect Christian boy. Yes, that's what like the the story should have been. That's yeah, the good that's, documentary. That's the right? story is you have you have Jesus Christ reincarnate who's never seen titties. Yeah, and then you have a bunch of murderers following his lead. Yes. Yeah, and then Urban Meyer's somewhere in between that. Who's yeah. manic and yeah? Crazy. I kind of like Urban Meyer. Yeah, Urban Meyer's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like. He's him. a winner. He is and, until he wasn't. Until yeah. he wasn't, and but then he really wasn't. Where's yeah. he now? He, well, no, he went he's to the pros. Now. He went to the pros. Well, he was in Ohio for a long time and won after that too. He won one super. Yeah. He won one more championship in like 2010, 11 or ten. Yeah. He, he the early or the 2010s. He was in Ohio for a while and had some success. Yeah, I mean, I winning a national he won championship. Again. You watch all these documentaries and you're like, oh, like that's all there is. But like winning a national championship is fucking hard. You could say it's harder than winning uh, NFL Super Bowl, arguably, because there's like uh, three hundred thousand teams. You know, like there's so many teams and so yep. many kids and so much recruiting and so many factors that go involved in winning 
a D1 championship that, like, yeah, you could easily argue it's harder. And the sliminess that's going on behind the scenes, they probably don't want to talk about that, but I'm sure that's going on in the Gators, too. Everyone's paying somebody doing something. Well, Meyer even talked about in that, what was the last episode, he was talking about how, like, literally the second they got in the locker room after their last win, uh, their last title, he was in his office, like, the door locked, like, texting recruits. Yeah. About, like, hey, man, look what we did already. He's like, he's yeah. just like did, did, instantly didn't care. Right. Just only was worried about the next, the next, the next yeah. season. Because it matters, too. Because if you don't do that, they're going to go get recruited somewhere else. Yeah. Right? And then you lose. It it really shows, though. I mean, what happened with him um, after the 09 season when he just basically retreated to his bedroom and didn't didn't come out and then retired or, you know, quit, stepped down, and then changed his mind a few weeks later, came back for – a disappointing d- season. Did d- a disappointing 2010 season. Then went on to Ohio State. Um, <clears throat> for a, a lot of these guys, but in particular him, it really, to me, shows the downside of running on adrenaline all the time. Oh, yeah. Because if things start to run against you, you start losing that adrenaline. You can't sustain anymore. And, uh, you know, I mean, it showed in, in games they lost. It showed in... Um, what happened with him, you know, that just basically crumbled into himself for a while. Yeah, I don't know how else you are at the highest level, though. You know, I don't know. I don't think you can do that with balance. I don't know if you can do that with neutrality. Like, there, I just don't think it's sustainable. I don't think it's sustainable but I don't think, either way. But No, but I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't think it's sustainable either way, and I don't even think you get there doing it passively. I, I don't think that you can either. Like you have but, to be a psycho. But I think yeah, but I think it, it I mean you have to be a psycho, but like I think to continue being able to do it, you have to have um kind of a reserve of yeah. of of calm of something. Yeah. Right. I just I yeah, mean, well I think they're alcoholics or gamblers. Yeah. That's like their escapism. Because I, I don't think there's been a coach that's done it forever. I mean Popovich would probably be the best guy to dive into in the NBA, right? Like, he's done it, like, 30 years, which is kind of crazy. I don't know. When it comes to, like, the NBA, though, dude, there's so many people involved. It's, like, way more delegating. and I don't know. I I still think you're on the pressure, though. Because you're the the one ESPN's yelling out about losing. They're not talking about your assistant coach, you know, and they're not talking about the player. Like, I just don't know anyone. Urban Meyer's a pretty good example. He did about 20 years of success, you know? Yeah. Of, like, being the guy. I don't know a lot of people that do it for, like, over 10 years. LeBron, obviously. Like anywhere at this highest, most pressurized. I mean, even Tebow is talking about like he played three downs as a freshman, and he's like, "You don't know the pressure." Like, shut up, bitch! You fucking you, you gained one yard. Shut the hell up. You got like an all-star quarterback in front of you. <laughs> like that guy's taking the load right now. Yeah. Like I, I just don't know, and there is pressure on Tebow, obviously, but like to be the guy like Urban, yeah, I think you have to be psycho, and then I think that's why you're all gambling and alcoholics. And uh, apparently, hold on, let me pull this thing. So up. he's already getting addicted to Ambiums. I don't know about him in particular, but I just mean like at that level. Yeah, you know, like they all they all have to have an out because they can't like just shut down. Otherwise, they're just gonna be on their phone recruiting people all day. Yeah, uh, at, we should note that Meyer went on to as uh, head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and that did not work out. No, that was one season, and then they literally yeah. fired him after that season. Yeah, did not work out. But um, he went on to do. Um, commentary yeah. on TV. I think he still does. Uh I don't know. I I, I really I have to look at that in a second but apparently he also likes to chat up college girls. Um yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that that um that Jacksonville team that he had was a god awful team, and right. no one was going to help that team. That's the main difference between like NBA or uh, college and the NFL is like, if you're the head coach and you get a little momentum in college, your recruiting goes way up. Like NFL is a lot of dollars and it's a lot yeah. of politics. Like it's what you're dealt more, where you can kind of manipulate your own wild card in college a little bit. You know, if, through if, recruiting, yeah, and whatever, yeah, yeah, and other other by, things by whatever means, kind of, yeah. yeah. Sometimes money, sometimes illegal stuff, but even legally, you can, you know, because like if you're the guy. You can find a network. You can get a, 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 a sponsorship. Like that stuff matters. Mm. Like say Florida did suck, but Urban came in and they were okay when he came in. But yeah, he gets like a Jordan cleat deal. Your recruiting goes up, right? Yeah. He gets like a Gatorade deal. All right, your recruiting goes up. Like there's other factors where like at the pro level they they want a big check or they want to win a Super Bowl and anything in between or they want to play where they grew up. Like there's there it's way harder to like quote unquote recruit or sign people or they they want to go someplace where it's where there's going to have a whole town behind them and a hundred thousand people every game. Yeah, and um, and just experience that adulation. There was a whole, I mean, there was a fair amount of talk about that mm-hmm. in Florida. In, yeah, yeah, in the in this talk. Yeah, I mean college football, bro. That's like the dream. I wish I, I would have played. I wish I cared. I, I mean, I, I do, but I don't. Like, I don't follow follow college football. I I never really have. It's I, think, I follow it. Uh, not super intensely. If I like was like an an alumni somewhere, I'd probably yeah. follow it more. Well, that's like the purity of it that, that I do like. Like the the like you're, you you bleed your school. Yeah, you know, and like everyone goes for years. You, something you you especially part of you. Yeah, if you're like born in those cities, you know, like I only got a taste of it because my dad's from Ohio, and so everyone's a Buckeye fan. Like mm-hmm. it just works. And and the amount of fly, I've probably said this on this podcast too. Like if you drive around Sacramento. See like an American flag, nothing, 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 nothing. Maybe a King's flag, nothing, nothing, nothing. Maybe an American flag. You're driving around Cleveland, Ohio. Every house has a Browns flag, a Buckeyes flag, and probably an American flag. Yeah. <laughs> like every fucking house. Yeah. Like there's you're you're going to the grocery store and there's Buckeyes gear everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I need a jacket for the game. You just go to the grocery store. You go yeah. to CVS. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you have to go to a specialty King store here to grab a jersey. You yeah. know, like. You and I were talking about, I think, off-air. Yeah, back in the day, sometimes our grocery stores might have like a, a little King sticker or something. Yeah, but yeah. It's, they have a whole thing. It'd be like a whole wall of Buckeye shit and then fucking beer next to it, like at every grocery store. And so I think from a young age, you just are so about it. Um, mm-hmm. it, it gives it like a more community for sure. Mm-hmm. But just like, yeah, like a pride, a real pride in what's going on. Where I think the West Coast, because there's so many transplants and people move in and so much space in between, it's just so different. Yeah, there's so many damn teams, too. Yeah, that too. Yeah. I mean, you can be from San Francisco, you get eight teams to choose from. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but they didn't talk about the fact that Spurrier was not the coach immediately before Urban Meyer. Spurrier um, left in 2001 for the Redskins. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the tweener. And so I don't know who who was in the middle there. So, it, I mean, they really made it sound like he was just following up Spurrier. And so it made the games against the uh, against the Gamecocks. Yeah, big deal. A bigger deal. A little more drama, but. Yeah, probably just because of that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they alluded to that or they were just talking about, yeah, his obviously history with Florida. Yeah. I, I just think that um, maybe a little bit more than some of the other ones, this one uh, is 
really kind of cooking the books on the the dramatic stuff in the timeline i actually thought it they didn't do as good of a job that's why i guess my opening statement of like it was so much football i feel like they didn't dig into like the humans as well as other untolds did yeah i think that's true too this is more about like the it was like a play-by-play it was more of like a yeah like a history lesson on that era more than about like the rise and fall of uh fucking yeah uh, all of it tebow urban hernandez like that should have been for sure the story is like Urban's maybe this neutral character, and then you have Tebow over here fucking, you know, praying all day, and then you have fucking eight murderers following him. That should have been like the triangle story and digging into how the personalities met up, met, intertwined. But everything, at least I only watched like two and a half episodes, but it literally felt felt like an NFL documentary. Because they were just showing like <clears throat> football strategy and talking about you know him doing yeah. a spread offense and, and and when they used Tebow and how they scored and how they recruited it, it felt very where the, even unto- every un- other untold felt so human. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think that part of it was that that obviously they didn't cover everybody they could have covered. Yeah, but they still covered a lot of people. They did, and so I, you're getting little pieces yeah. of it, and you're I guess you're supposed to infer how it all fits together, and yeah. like why it worked and why it didn't, and they they lean in on um, on spikes and his level of commitment. Yeah, yeah, they did a little bit with the linebackers. Yeah, like emotionally. But even that, it felt very surface level. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, they really glazed over the top of, of the guys who got in trouble, and they really only talked about the ones that didn't get in much trouble. Yeah, yeah. They got in trouble, but not much. And so, like, they were willing to talk on camera about being afraid of of what the repercussions might be. And in the third episode, they talk about um, the guy that they've never talked about before in the whole <laughs> in the whole thing who uh, who hit his girlfriend and Meyer cut him loose, and a year later he was dead. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm, and, and so that's why he wouldn't cut any of these guys. Yeah. And maybe Aaron Rodgers. Or, yeah, they had someone staying with him, right? Who was staying with him? Who lived with him? Uh, Urban Meyer? Oh, yeah. One of the players know. was living with him? I was listening, not watching, so I'm not sure who yeah, it was. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, who, who had no family connection at yeah. all. Dad was in jail 95% of his life to that point, and mom was whatever mom was doing. Yeah. And so he had nobody, he had no birthday party ever. He had nobody to spend Christmas with or holidays or whatever. So he just kind of lived at, you know, Urban Meyer's house. His house looks like he's doing okay still. Yeah. Right on the water. Yeah. I'm sure he's chilling. I I do wonder, I guess, maybe from the filmmaker's point of view or whoever the big company is, Netflix, I guess, uh, maybe there's too many Aaron Hernandez documentaries already because there are two of them. I haven't seen either one of them, but that one of those might be worth it if we decide yeah. which one's good. They're just like very murder doc. I just need something in between because I love sports, but I don't want to watch a football game when I'm watching a documentary. I'll just watch a football game. And that's what this felt like. But then on the opposite end, a lot of the Her- Hernandez ones, I- I've just breezed through them. They're just like a murder doc. And I don't want that either. Yeah, You know, like how do we... And untold historically, I felt like hit the perfect mesh for me of sport and human. Like even the Manziel one wasn't like my favorite documentary ever, but like the the balance of sport to human was good, and the storytelling was a little better to me. It's funny, like most a lot of people like wanted me to watch this one, uh, just people like talking about the Untolds. Yeah. I was like, oh, you got to see this one. And I'm like, okay, okay. And I just never got around, and we watched these other ones, so I knew we'd get to it. It was probably my least favorite one. Me too. Yeah, 
I, I mean, I, I was kind of driven to 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 keep watching it, but it was my least favorite one. Yeah, I don't just... know why. I think it's because I'm talking about like it. It felt so spread out. It didn't feel like there was a like a key. Like you, the Manziel one. At least you know what they're digging for. Mm-hmm. We're digging yeah. to find out what drives Manziel, yeah. and it's not football. Is it drugs? Okay, at the end you find out Manziel doesn't even know. Like at least there's this thing. With this, it was just like, well, let's talk about a good football team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that um, the very chronological structure of it made it boring. I think that the, the kind of the best documentaries are the ones can, that can compare and contrast a couple points in time Yeah, and, and give you a greater sense of what's going on inside the characters in these moments. Yeah, the man's one bounced around yeah. it a did, lot yeah. more. Well, that one, that's what made it interesting. Yeah. We didn't cover The Last Dance here, did we? No. The last dance is so good. And obviously Jordan's story is insane and Jordan's insane, but like how it's filmed, how it's shot is exactly what you're talking about. Like per episode is kind of focused on a player or an era mm. and then it dances within the timeline and they clearly show you it. They have a cool animation to show you mm. the timeline. But then it talks about like when Rodman joined the NBA, then when Rodman joined the Bulls. But then the next episode will talk about when Pippen joined mm. the Bulls. So it jumps timelines. It focuses on an individual, but the overarching is like Jordan's relationship with the Bulls and the individuals. Yeah. Like it's just so well shot. The they use that. Um, I think all the untolds use that timeline graphic, some yeah. version of it. But this one only went forward. Yeah, true. <laughs> and never went backwards. True. It, uh, in sharp contrast to to Manziel and the Sean White one. Yeah. Sean White one was all Jumping over the place all too, the time. Yeah. But you had a better sense of what was going on and like who he was. Yeah. And you can yeah, you can look at different aspects at different times. Like just his competitive history, then his yeah. what's happening personally through that history. And then, I didn't watch the whole thing. I think I watched the first episode and a half or so, but I got a stronger sense of who he was yeah. from that than I got on from any of these people. Does Tim Tebow make you uncomfortable? Yeah, no, I've, the, I've never the been. Interviews a fan. with him were just weird. They, yeah. Well, I think because that's his affect all the time. Yeah, yeah he's an odd guy. Yeah, yeah. I've but met, like he has he has a lot of charisma on, like uh, on the he's because he was a big analyst. Yeah, now yeah, he does and like he has Saturday. charisma on there. But like these interviews, you're just like, what is going on? It, it feels very uh, PR ready. You know, it yeah, feels very, very like polished. Yeah, and uh, he's always giving me a weird vibe. I've, I've met people in my life that are similar to that and and you know i was raised pretty damn strict catholic until i was 18 like i've been around a lot of god people but like how he moves is a little diffy and he is huge currently i mean he's like jacked yeah Yeah, he's jacked i'm sure he he hopped on a little sauce i was gonna say jesus juice i was gonna say jesus juice yeah yeah michael jackson is the only one who not the only one who talked about jesus juice yeah he uh yeah, he gives. He's always giving me weird vibes, and but I do agree. He acts a little bit more broy, a little more normal on the TV shows on the analysts. I think he's um, unless you decide he's completely a tryhard. I think that he's he seems more normal in the locker room scenes, yeah, and the, and the sideline scenes than he does in the interviews. Either the interviews from back then or the interviews the contemporary ones. Either one, I don't. Love. They, how many times are they going to show him talking about like you know there should have been another banner up there. Yeah. Like they use that scene in that line. Like he said it like ten different times. That I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah, oh, we get it. Yeah, we get it. But you're like, you also lost. Right. Like you don't know. Yeah. You didn't deserve shit. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. there and should not be another one up there because you guys got fucking manhandled. What yeah. are you talking about? Well, and he, he look at <laughs> like, the the 2006 season where they where they won the whole fucking thing. They did it by the skin of their teeth. It wasn't like a yeah. yeah they didn't no, run away they, with it. It was yeah. It was they acted like a politician does who wins by you know two votes, right? And then they act like they have a mandate, 
right? Yeah. And they're, and they're a rock star politician. It was the same thing with a whole fucking team of guys yeah. who who won by the skin of their teeth, go great adulation from that, like, hey, it feels good to accomplish this, especially against odds. And then you forget the against odds part yeah. and real and think that you're just, you know, you're going to plow through everyone from this point forward. Well, and even the season before that, right? The, uh, the 05 one was when they were like winning barely every game, right? They were right. winning by like two points. Yeah, yeah, that's and, the, and they and went they out talking about like being dominant and yeah. talking about all this stuff. I'm like, well, do you you are yeah, kind of you get high on your own supply. Yeah, and they went out the same way that they went in though. Like they went out like like that last season. They weren't dominating anybody. Yeah, yeah. only thing that made it more dramatic was like uh, Urban Meyer talking about how they should have won more yeah. by more points, but they just weren't. Yeah, like maybe he was just more like confused on who he actually had out there. It's like, <laughs> like yeah, you're like. You want them to win by 40 or whatever, sure. Yeah. But, like, you didn't. When you do wonder, even, like, to draw it back to, like, Tebow's recruiting, like, what his college tapes look like. Because he was, it looked like he was just the same size dude. So, of course, if you're 17 and you're six fucking three, 220, you're going to shit on high school kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, of course. Yeah. Like, that was me in eighth grade. I was five, eight, buck 70. I was literally just a man amongst children in eighth grade, but... That doesn't last forever. The fact that Alabama was even the number two ranked team, like, in that last one that they lost to Bama and it's like well is that because of the hype behind the Gators yeah. like those last couple of years for sure it plays a role and you know, Urban like Meyer's return yeah for sure you know it's like so it's like that's why they switch right now they have a mini playoff because it was so power ranking biased yeah the power rankings yeah. especially then yeah the power rankings were like horseshit yeah, it was yeah just politics BCS was garbage yeah. for a long time yeah it was just politics and i mean that's where they like, got fucking smacked like it works if there's a playoff right because like even in college basketball they have power rankings and and if you're seven and eight it's not gonna make a big deal because you're yeah. all gonna end up in the tourney and you're gonna figure it out then like the, you're gonna have to play the preseason ranking for the gators in 07 after they won in 06 was fifth right yeah. i think that's what i saw on the screen and i mean in some ways that's lower than you would expect I mean, maybe there were some elements of the BCS ranking that were, you know, kind of legitimate. But as you said, this it became so much of a political thing. Yeah, that, yeah. who's paying to get the number one or number top three preseason ranking? Well, right. now the recruiting of high school kids and the tape you have on high school kids, both basketball and football, are so much greater that the accuracy of preseason recruiting rankings is probably way better. Probably so. Like in 07, I mean, I'm telling you, like, not, you're not getting recruited with tape. Like, you did, there's no one's taping their games. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a thing. But now, if you don't have an Instagram for your son's athletic career, you don't have a chance to get recruited. So, like, whoever makes the BCS rankings uh, has way more access to know who, who, yeah, who's coming now. in, who's the incoming player, and is he legit? Is he o- overrated? Yeah. These kids are going into college getting recruited off of like YouTube channels. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You'll get a couple YouTube channel views and then you'll go to a big tourney in Vegas or Orlando and then, and then a recruiter will come watch you and make sure you're legit. And then, yeah, you're in. So like you've been vetted way harder and same with whoever the analysts are. They'll, they'll be able to see. I mean, a lot of those games are on like TV now, which, you know, we'll do another podcast on, on uh BS high, but like a lot of it is on ESPN now. That wasn't a thing. No. You know, that wasn't a thing. There's maybe, maybe like a Texas or California state championship game on like your uh, Bay Area TV show or what. You know what I mean? But not on ESPN.
Yeah, as soon as this documentary started, like got through the first, you know, couple, I was like, oh, okay, this is not going in the direction I wanted this to. So maybe yeah. I was just being negative and finishing it out. But then the way it ends, I thought was also just like them complaining about not winning the championship. Like yeah. the last episode, especially, is like they're just complaining <laughs> about not winning. But like, like the coaches complaining, the players are complaining. But it's like you guys just didn't play good. I wonder if the yeah, like, what Netflix. Are you, what are we doing? Stretching this out? Like you don't. Nothing's. You don't earn. You don't deserve anything. Yeah, and obviously, nothing should just be given to you because you think you deserved it. I wonder if a lot of the filmmakers were fucking Gators fans. It felt like a Gators. It felt fan like it film. was made by Gators. That's fans. a good question. That's why it felt like it's like for like because NFL made documentaries and shit. You've probably seen some of those back yeah. in the day. Like those are like kind of fan fiction <laughs> things. <laughs> And so like, yeah. and so like, it kind of felt like that because like, autumn wind is a raider. Yeah, yeah, and so which is cool, and there's a place for that in filmmaking for sure. But on this again, this untold yeah. docu series that we've been on, it they, they've been shot so well, and the stories have been so good. This one just felt so football centric to me. It, it didn't tickle me anywhere, and I love football. I like football. I watched football my whole damn life. They made it seem like almost like they, they were like robbed of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the big storyline. Yeah, right? but like, like you earned all this and then yeah. And then like yeah, we just got it stolen from us. And it's like, well, not, that's none no, of that. No, you shit. coughed it up. That's no, you different. just didn't win. When, yeah. God damn it, Aaron Hernandez. Against um, Alabama, stacked Alabama team. Who was their other uh tight end? Didn't they have two tight ends that were crazy? Aaron Hernandez. I don't know. That's position gets banged up pretty hard, so. Yeah, I think they had another one. Yeah, that was mm. uh that was not the story I wanted from that group of uh, characters. I mean, you talk about like the most insane group of people on one team. Like the stories I could have been told. Oh, no, they didn't talk about any of it. Yeah, the guy who is was is the showrunner for um for Untold for Netflix right now. Um, it's actually went to school at NYU. Um, I don't think he was actually. I don't think he has a Florida connection, but he. Has been responsible for being the show for show running some of the ones that we actually liked. Girlfriend who didn't exist, which was really good. Yeah, it was that good. one was good. It and was obviously really the story good. is crazy, but these stories are crazy too, and they just didn't do it. Like even Percy Harvin, they had the talent and and the characters to like interview, but they barely talked to him. He's like a, an amazing NFL quarterback or uh, wide receiver. Yeah, I wish I would have touched on maybe also more of like. They very, very quickly glanced over, and I know the story isn't about Tim Tebow exclusively, but they just didn't talk about how his style of play just doesn't transfer to the NFL, like the way he was doing it. Like he wasn't really a great quarterback. Yeah. No, and and Meyer tried to bring him in at uh, his first year or his only year at, at Jacksonville, and like what do you think and cut him do? cut just, him before the yeah. season started because yeah. he just you know yeah can't get her done. It's like, did he really even have any good tricks, yeah. or was it all just like a perfect storm? I guess a lot of you know, think about storm. it because it's like, you, I don't know. There's not a lot of not a lot of people can just go from playing the game in college to playing the game in the NFL. So I mean, remotely even on the same yeah. spectrum of of, of mm. talent, because like every single guy on an NFL roster was the best guy in the nation on that position. Yeah, like at the time, at one point, and even so like even that's what you're playing against college. In, in the NFL, even high school to college. Yeah, like Tipo was great, but that I mean, that's I saw it even on Twitter, and it's probably because this documentary came out. But like, who is, yeah, some of the greatest quarterbacks in college history, and like a lot of people do put Cam Newton above Tebow. And Cam did have a better NFL. Like, if you're like really well rounded in college, you'll have some success in the NFL. And Tebow just wasn't very well rounded. So Cam Newton did play at um, Florida in '07. Oh, maybe yeah, I'm wrong. So, yeah. It wasn't LSU. Yeah, it was yeah, Florida. So he and then stole went to that laptop. 
and then they kicked him off the team, and then Tebow got the job, right? I thought that's what happened. Yeah, probably. And then Auburn was the money scandal he went through. Like that—that's a huge story yeah. for this documentary. You would think, they especially kinda, for Cam. Yeah, Cam's like stardom and success. There was all that drama about the laptop. I remember. I, I should have looked it up before we. I'm trying to do that right now. Yeah. Just vamp for me for a minute here. Yeah, it was just like I remember there was okay, yeah, because like they didn't even talk about that. How do you not talk about Cam Newton? Yeah. As, yeah, and attached to this team. Well, then it goes and plays for one of your like rivals. Yeah. Okay, so uh, he was a member of the Florida Gators in 07 and 08. Um, as a freshman in, in 07, he beat out fellow freshman quarterback John Brantley as the backup for Tim Tebow. Played five games, passing 40 yards, five of 10, and rushing 16 times for 103 yards and three touchdowns. In 08, during his sophomore season, Newton played... In the season opener against Hawaii, but sustained, sustained an ankle injury and took a medical redshirt season. In, uh, on November 21st, 2008, Newton was arrested on felony charges of burglary, larceny, and obstruction of justice on an accusation that he stole a laptop computer from another University of Florida student. He was subsequently suspended from the team. Campus police tracked the stolen laptop to the athlete. Newton tossed the computer out his dorm window in a humorously ill-advised attempt to hide it from the cops, all charges against Newton were dropped, of course, uh, after he completed a court-approved pretrial diversion program. I believe that a person should not be thought of as a bad person because of some senseless mistake they made, said Newton in 2010. I think every person should have a second chance, and if they blow the sec that second chance, that can be it for them. Then he went to Auburn on a salary. Yeah, for sure. Essentially, yes. For sure. But yeah, like that. that well, actually, went to not... Blinn College in Texas, and then ultimately, yeah, how do they not brief on that? Yeah, how do you not touch on that? Yeah, that's a really good question. You I know don't know. What I, mean? I mean, I mean, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe this documentary is just about the play, and and. I mean, it, it really does sideline a lot of the personality stuff. Yeah. Which well, was, so, which was but, what made all these good. But I don't know what the goal is of the documentary then. Because there's tons of good college football franchises. Yeah. Right? Like you could go. Yeah, where's the Bama story? Yeah. Where's, where's the, the Ohio, Ohio State, State Where's the Michigan? Where's, yeah, where's the USC? Where's the Reggie Bush? Like yeah. there's, there's so many like, oh, we just want to like show a good team. There's tons of good teams. Well, yeah. I, I think part of it is the fact that it's Florida. And so you know you've got a there's a certain built-in audience of people who want to watch it and they don't want yeah. to watch negative shit. So yeah, but well, even do well, we do want to watch negative shit. Yeah, well, we do. Yeah, but <laughs> but even their their fan base isn't like if I'm going just money, I'm probably not going there. Like for who's going to watch a documentary on a team? Yeah. I'm probably going Notre Dame. Probably going Ohio State, USC. Like they have more fans. I I don't think you can you could go wrong doing it with Notre Dame. I really for don't. sure. Yeah, yeah there's just more like, fans. Even you. People either love or hate, right? Yeah. I mean, there's there's no um, there's no soft feelings one way or the other about Notre Dame. Yeah, I just don't really know where the pick comes from, because because all the things that made that Florida team interesting, they didn't cover. Yes, yeah, right. They just covered. That's like, a that's a whole synopsis yeah. in a nutshell. Because they they the right word might as well just do it on Utah when Urban Meyer was there. Yeah, right. It could it would have been the same documentary. Taking an okay team, making them pretty good, and then they got bad. <laughs> yeah, and 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 maybe this is a documentary that's a, just about Urban Meyer, but yeah. not. But 
Ur- not good Urban Meyer either. in the in the Florida years. Change, yeah, changed the name. But it was yeah. like football. The rise and fall of Urban Meyer. But Urban it was yeah. untold. Right. But it was like football Urban Meyer. Because then they didn't even really dive into his military background. They like scope it. They didn't right. dive into like his spread offense. They just kind of barely yeah. touch it. They don't like dive into what makes a little bit in the first episode, right? They talk about like the extreme drills you would run. You know, Which, and then some of the players would talk about some of that. Yeah, it's like how can you play well when you've destroyed yourself? I think you nailed the, it. They should the have made this about him. Yeah, I think that if they had retitled it, I don't think we'd be so disappointed. I think you're right. I Maybe. think that's it. But even still, I think it would have been too football for me. Because they didn't like show like... Well, it would have been definitely too long one way or the other. Like yeah. one episode, Urban yeah. Meyer. Yes. I would have I would have been way more uh, understanding of the, of the direction with a one to two max episode, Urban Meyer story of like his kind of like un... Uh, you know, his kind of different technique and like his kind of manic behavior yeah. yeah and like that would have been interesting like oh this guy was a nut this was cr- i didn't realize he was that you know whatever yeah i don't know it didn't tickle my pickle man <laughs> no i wish it would have. it was a bummer yeah yeah i wish it would have because it, it's getting a bunch of love and who knows because the ratings yeah, I don't understand that. the ratings on netflix are probably all lies it's, right like it's what's, not as high highly rated as you would think on netflix too though well it's, it's just always in the trending category yeah it's a trending but they manipulate that. i know that's what i was about to say yeah, yeah i was about to say obviously their ratings are not accurate they're all just to give views but then why even put that up there if it's not that good because they're trying to get people to watch well it. they're probably getting people to clickbait on it thinking yeah. what they're going to get to hernandez story or yeah. whatever like a more of a tebow i don't i don't know maybe well, i think a lot of people know about the the history of the team and who's on it yeah and i think they're expecting something and they're not getting any of that i, I literally think it's four murderers which is crazy to not even like i i th- yeah <laughs> four murderers on one college football team is crazy for for any for any and all of us who have made content before, like part of the success of your content is creating an expectation of what people are going to see, and you know, calling the Swamp Kings is a little clickbaity. One hundred percent, because it doesn't really. I mean, it, they they just gloss over over most of the guys, and and they talk a little bit about the bad behavior that came from them thinking that they were the kings of the swamp. but I guess what's holding them back, though, from telling the good story that's there? I don't know. Like, clickbait's I, a thing for sure, right? Like, all that matters. Title, thumbnail, all that matters to get people in. But it's only, like, shit clickbait when you have no substance behind it. But the, 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 it's like the, it's the cake is sitting right there, and they just don't want to cut it. That's my, right? It's not like, I, think, I, I, think I understand that, all this, but yeah. why, why not dig in when when the cake says eat me and it's looking at me well i i think that the the maybe the subject that they should have grabbed is easy to see i think that the getting the kind of information that they would have needed for a four episode documentary about that stuff might have been hard maybe hard to get people to talk about maybe about that stuff maybe <clears throat> i don't know i just listened to a um to a podcast about uh, sexual abuse, primarily of women in um, 12-step programs. It's called the 13th step. The 13th step is when you bang somebody in your program. Nice. <laughs> yeah, the 13th stepper. That sounds a, dark. It's yeah. a whole thing. Um, and and how, how often these programs are run by people who have no background in anything at all except being addicts. Yeah, they're just volunteers. Um, <laughs> and at the beginning of that, people were willing to talk shit about the guy who owned this this place in Ohio, 
shocker. Uh, and then another guy in, in California, but the, the Ohio guy like sold his company and had millions of dollars. And so he could, um, he could combat everything that they were trying to do in terms of getting interviews. So a lot of like women came forward and men too came forward and talked about what they saw or what happened to them personally. And as the story went on and the reporting went on, uh, there were people started pulling out of it because they started seeing like there was, there was, um, the reporter and some of the people involved in producing it were targeted for vandalism and stuff. And yeah, they yeah, just yeah. like, Oh man, I'm just going to back off yeah, of this. Like, it. don't use my name. Don't use my voice. Interesting. So I wonder about that. I mean, it, it's maybe a little bit easier and stuff. That's very public. Like how did Aaron Hernandez was pretty public. That was very public. Yeah. And like, you could go to like the old trainers, interview the fucking water boy, interview a teacher. Yeah. You can dive in or interview other players. Interview, you know, Tebow's obviously looking to talk. <laughs> Say, hey, bro, like you're so close yeah. to Jesus Christ and like you were friends with Aaron Hernandez. How yeah. does that feel? You know? Like, like friends, friends. Yeah. Yeah. Like apparently close. And, yeah. And, 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 and yeah, Spikes is a character. Like there's so many good characters in that thing, but they even the interview questions were just so like level. Oh, uh, yeah. He brought me to the arena and told me I'm the leader now. I'm like, all right, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, was I, this a Disney movie? The, the, that really had a Disney quality. Yeah, to it and for like sure. that probably happened. And mm-hmm. in real life, if stuff like that happens, I do think it's like cool. Like I had really cool mentors do little stuff for me, and like that that is special and, and handing of the reins and stuff. But like talking about it just seems fluff, right? When it happens, it can be meaningful, and there can be like good stuff. But I think it's meaningful to the people who were directly involved and the people who find that stuff inspiring. I felt like it was a little. Yeah, that's my point. Contrived. No, that's my point. But like, when it happens, it can have power. But telling the story of it is meaningless. Yeah, yeah. Telling yeah. the story of it is meaningless. But but to the team or to Spikes, it could have been a huge deal and, and could have played in his success. But it would have been more documentary style to talk about his murderer on the other <laughs> side of the <laughs> ball. Then the the four episodes is very confusing too. It's like man, like that was just stretched out garbage. I yeah. thought it was really odd too that the um because I thought it was gonna be, you know, uh oh five, oh six, oh seven, oh eight. Yeah. And like each episode kind of Yeah, and, and episode three is oh seven and a good deal into oh eight. Mm-hmm. Um I guess to keep you going, because I don't know. Yeah. None Some of kind it. of hook to get you to finish this snooze fest. Yeah, none of it kept me going. Yeah, maybe one of the worst ones we watched. Yeah. Yeah, because it was just so. Fun. It literally felt like I was watching a football game, or like like a Sunday. You know, they're like, "Let's dive into how the Rams Niners game went," and then yeah. they play shit. That's what I felt like I was watching. Yeah, those are terrible. Yeah, yeah, I hate those. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like watching post game, but from yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nineteen ninety nine yeah. Super Bowl post game. Yeah, that's what we watched. The um, a thing that I've noticed over a couple of the ones that we watched lately is that like it's a we're in it the the widescreen era though. Like all the film, yeah, was was sixteen nine and not four three. You know, yeah, it was, yeah. <clears throat> and it makes it seem like so recent. Maybe you don't need to examine it yet. I don't know. That's I mean, what, they didn't do a good job of examining it. So that's yeah. I mean, this one's what twelve years old ish, thirteen years old ish. But then you know, the next episode we talk about is like two years ago. Yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, like what's the what's the documentary rule for when you cover something? That's a good question. Well, shit, man. Like yeah. a year ago feels too tight. Yeah. You know? 
But and it's that, a new story. But that story is fucking crazy. It's really good. <laughs> it's a really good story. Well, shall we wrap this one up then yeah, so yeah. we can get to that one? Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good story. That's why I want to do Swamp first because this next one's fucking nuts. Yep. Uh, that guy's a psycho. Dude. dude. <laughs> I kind of like him. Stay tuned. I don't want to be friends with him, but I do kind of like him. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I dude. feel like I've met people like him, too. Oh, because oh, no, we have. Yeah. We, we've met the same person like yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like him. And, and, and I think there's people like him. Guys, stay tuned in the next episode for sure. Subscribe to this thing. <laughs> this is a teaser. The next, the, the, I've met people like him also, but with a good heart. Oh, yeah. Like, this guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's but there's, pe- a, there's a lot of people like him, and yeah. some just have good hearts, and some don't. And this guy just doesn't give a fuck. Dude. Yeah. Okay, so rating system. Remember, in, I, think it's, I think it's in episode two, but it might be episode three, where they come in to, I think it's, I think they come into Auburn, but I'm not sure exactly what. But they, someone has taken a life-size gator model and they have bolted it to oh, that's right. to a big like that's like, why college like football is cool pig wire frame yeah, yeah I love that yes so uh, uh, how many um, fake gator models bolted to pig wire out of five <laughs> out of five like a one point eight ooh ouch yeah I'll Two? give this like a yeah a one boring really yeah. I'll give it two but just because of um, Tebow's Jack biceps in the in the contemporary. Some, okay, I guess the, he's kind of dead behind the eyes. No, oh, he's yeah. dead. so dead. Behind I guess the, the eyes. one the one positive I want to give this thing the gym scenes, and it's because I'm a meathead. But the gym scenes were dope. Like, I thought they like, were way. There were some the top. men. There were some men on that team. Yeah, for sure. But but the over the top was probably it's probably was real. Uh, I would love thing, to have seen them doing that stuff like in 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 the off season or the preseason and not during the season. That just that uh, that knows when it was shot. Though. They're yeah. eighteen. No, that's, yeah, they're fine. I guess. Yeah, no, they're I eighteen guess. doing rows to failure, and yeah. yeah, they'll be fine. And SARMs and SARMs. oh, no, way beyond. At least their SARMs. Gatorade for sure had yeah. trend in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trendaid. All right. Some of those kids were big. Yeah, yeah. fuck. They were I, and they are specimens. They, they some of them could have been natty for sure. Yeah, they're the, they're the cream of the crop. Think about like in high school football, like how many of your friends were taking like fucking for sure. Shit. Good but that's because they're also trash. But lots like of, if you're if you're already smashing heads, everybody who looks thirty five in high school, you know, <laughs> yeah, either it's natural or it is a uh, uh, an enhancement. A lot of people I knew in high school, it's all the same thing. Yes. That took shit for football or rugby or whatever. They they weren't good athletes. Yeah, you're like right. a lot Some of the, the better ones were not. Yeah, on shit. some of the specimens I hung out with, or even Kyle, you know, like the specimens, they just didn't even know because they were already shitting on everyone. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. You're right. Like it, it's always it, a little the littler guy on yeah. the team. Yeah, and right? I obviously went to Hogwarts, so it was way different <laughs> culture. But like no one even talked about it. At Hogwarts. See, nobody juiced for Quidditch. Was, yeah, <laughs> there wasn't even yeah Maybe the strict it. testing in Quidditch is nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. We didn't even think about it. <laughs> all right dean where people where can people find you uh you know you can find me over at uh at caffeine and kilos on ig or at uh deansdoors.ck ladies and gentlemen new episode wednesday and friday uh 3sb.co for all your gym apparel needs um good company discord.com if you want to tap into the community and i'm um, so like where you want to find me I'm at the Jim McDean, all the social media. This show is 50% facts, where percent is a word, and 50 is just numbers. 50% facts is a Spreaker Prime podcast in association with iHeartMedia on the Obscure Celebrity Network. And we'll talk to you Friday and next week. Be sure to tune in for BSI.